Bunker Banter! We are back! I am your host, Timmy Rendezvous, joined as always by my pal, the Chief, Dennis Dungey. Denny, how are we doing today? Timmy, another almost spring-like day. On the recommendation of our pal, Johnny Pickles, I was actually out being a stargazing astrologist last night, trying to see if the planets aligned correctly under the moon or whatever was going on out there. Uh, but I'm happy to be back here in this wow. seat next to you, doing a little something I'm more familiar with. So um, looking forward to today's show. We got a, a, probably a shorter version. I know you're a little excited. You're heading out of town this weekend yeah. to where the grass is going to be really green and flowers are blooming. So I'm going to let you kind of lead off with that today. Well, we let off with the, the image of JK out on the front porch with like a telescope. So I don't know. I think it's all, all uh, downhill was from that there. A, was that a telescope or a hot dog in his hand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, we're, uh, I am very excited this weekend. Uh, I, I hope everybody caught the interview we did with uh, our DCP national finalist representative, uh, Reed Myers. We did that a couple weeks ago or last week. I don't know, the weeks are starting to blend together here a little bit. But Reed Myers is going to compete in the boys 7-9 to division at Augusta for the DCP national finals this Sunday. Uh, I will be down there. Uh, representing the sections. All the sections are sending staff down there to help with the operation of the event. Uh, check the kids in. There's a lot of fun carnival kind of stuff going on for the for the kids. It's a, a lot of hoopla, but ultimately it comes down to Sunday. Uh, it will be aired on Golf Channel from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, Reed is again in the boys 7 to 9. They are going second behind the girls 14 to 15. So if you want to see that, uh, make sure you're tuning in probably closer to 8 o'clock there, and maybe you'll get a glimpse of me walking around at Augusta. Yeah, just what we're all looking for. <laughs> just what we're all looking for. No, but I'm, it's going to be awesome. Listen, I've never never been down there to Augusta before. Uh, they've been hyping it up on some of these calls that we've been on, and you know, no blade at a, at a you know, turn at Augusta, and you can't have your phones, and you know, it's Augusta precision and all this stuff that they're you know, spooking us out about, but it's going to be, uh, it's going to be an awesome time. I'm excited. I know Reed is very excited and we're very happy to have him represent the section. So it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Well, well wishes to Reed, hit him straight and far and, uh, you know, don't read too much into the breaks. That's all I can say. Reed, don't read too much. Don't, into read, the don't read too much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think I'm sure it'll be a great experience for him. You as well. Uh, we talk about it often in our PGA circles. One of the values of being a PGA member is the uh, opportunity to go to Augusta for the Masters, and that's one place I haven't been yet. Wow! So, congratulations on getting there as a non-PGA yeah. member before me. Well, I got to go in like this weird side door as a non-PGA member, so you know. Yeah. But it'll be good. And if you are heading down there as a member of our section, uh, feel free to shoot me an email. I will be at the practice round on Monday as my uh, payment for helping out with the DCP uh, final. So. Uh, if we bump into each other, that'll be a fun time, too. Nice, and uh, I know we talked about it at lunch. Make sure you get that logo ball for Low. Oh, yeah. She needs that logo ball. She's, she's going to tell everybody she was there, but yeah, we'll uh, she's excited that. to get that. So yeah. don't forget that. We'll see. Uh, back here, home in Connecticut, we have uh, PGA Hope Instructor Training taking place next Tuesday and Wednesday. 
Uh, we're just about filled up with uh, capacity at the first tea session. Uh, we, we do have plenty of openings at the Springfield one, so if you're interested in that, uh, please go on and register so we can uh, be prepared. And then we're also looking for play day host sites. So those uh, veterans that have gone through the PJO program and have uh, what we consider graduate uh, of the program, we are offering play day opportunities. So we're looking for facilities to host uh, a small group, maybe three, four tea times worth um, of the veterans. So if you're interested in hosting and kind of being a part of the PJ Hope family in that manner, please reach out to me and we'll get a date on your calendar that you can host. Nice. Yeah, PJ Hope, almost here. Almost here. April 19th, we get underway. Yeah. And then uh, shortly after that, we have our spring meeting at the Golf Club of Avon on April 25th. I know it's been in the e-update pretty much every week for the last few weeks. It'll continue to be in the e-update. It's on the website. Uh, make sure you're registering for that. Again, I think we have a nice little uh, agenda on tap for the spring meeting. Uh, we have a proposed resolution to vote on as well. Uh, definitely going to be some conversational type topics, panel style. And then we have our Hall of Fame. We're uh, inducting uh, Don Mallon, Al Fuchs, and John Murphy right before lunch there. So if, if nothing else, come and celebrate their careers and them being inducted in the Hall of Fame class of 2023. Um, again, April 25th at the Golf Club of Avon. Uh, be on the lookout this week for the e-update. The special award nominations will be launching via the open water platform that we've used uh, the past probably two, three years now, I guess. Um, it's very easy to fill out. It admittedly can be a little clunky when you try to nominate for different war awards at the same time. Uh, but it's very, it's, to me, it's an easy process to use. And if you are at the spring meeting, we're going to have paper ballots as well. So you are going to be able to fill out a ballot on site and submit it right there on the day of the spring meeting. Uh, if you would prefer to do that. And then again, the Walter Lowell submissions, you got a couple more weeks to get in there if you are a public golf course in the section uh, to submit your application form for the Walter Lowell Public Golf Course of the Year Award. Wow, that was a lot. That's a lot. You know, yeah. I, I heard the paper ballots, that kind of made me cringe a it little makes bit. makes me know, cringe <laughs> too. Yeah. But you know, we got, you know, who's who's watching, who's counting, who's doing all that stuff. You know, let's, we don't talk politics here, but boy, I could get out of control. Well, you know, I got, I got called out at the fall meeting for calling everybody old. But listen, all the old people in our section who don't like doing things online, you know who you are. We're just trying to make you happy here with the section. Seasoned. Uh, we like to call those seasoned. Season yeah, there are veteran golf professionals. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. So again, another reason to come to the meeting if you are a seasoned golf professional who would go. prefer yeah. to fill out a uh, paper ballot. Um, but yeah, so that's always good. Uh, it means the season's getting closer with all these things that are happening. Um, with that being said, again, we have our player engagement equipment, material, our barnyard animals, our DCP set. Uh, we have a new uh, animal to the mix this year. We have an alligator. Howie. to go wow. along with the shark and the kangaroo. Pour one out for the old hippo because no longer. No longer. The hippo's gone, huh? Yeah, the hippo's gone, but we have three strong animals in the stable this year. And again, I would really encourage everybody to, to use the spare DCP set that we have. Uh, I'd be happy to kind of get that to you in front of maybe our local DCPs for you to run your own DCP clinic to advertise out there to maybe some people who will be participating in Drive Chim Putt to get a little 
preview of what that's like and to get some practice there. So uh, happy to lend these out to any section member uh, free of charge and uh, I will even deliver it for you as well. Wow. Yeah. I think I think that would be cool too, you know, just to set up the drive chip and putt stuff on a, you know, do a family fun night or something of that long drive contest, whatever it is, um, you know, I think it'd be fun to utilize that stuff for yeah. that. If I was on the green grass. Oh, side. yes, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and last note that I have kind of on player development junior stuff. Uh, if you are a PGA Junior League coach uh, or plan to be a PGA Junior League coach, make sure you are recruiting kids, getting your rosters filled up. I will hopefully have leagues to you uh, two weeks from this Friday. I've been working on them, kind of reaching out to some facilities that are uh, in the mix, just trying to clarify everybody's intentions. Where you know what multi-facility league, in-house league, mixed league. There's a lot going on with junior league, so I want to make sure everybody is set up how they would like to be set up. Uh, Brian's working on a nice document that kind of is a is a one-stop shop for everything PGA Junior League for your season. So expect that. Uh, in a couple weeks here, uh, April 14th, I think is my, my internal deadline for that. Uh, and then last thing, as the courses do start to open, you guys start to welcome in golfers, uh, make sure you are promoting or helping promote our, our junior golf tour. We have options for everybody, beginners, uh, intermediate players, and obviously some of our more experienced players as well. So don't forget to uh, mention our junior tour for anybody who is coaching uh, juniors at that level. Good pitch there, real yeah, good pitch. Not bad, right? Yeah, really. Good. You got you got something Speed. to say to me, right? Well, now. <laughs> you know, I was just kind of setting us up there. You know, good pitch. Thursday, uh oh, opening day. Yeah, let's start the banter. Yeah, banter right into it. <laughs> I love it. Then you don't have to sell me on banter. <laughs> uh, yeah, opening day tomorrow. We are talking, of course, about Major League Baseball, who was I think had some uh, good time in the the in the positive limelight. Uh, for once in the last few years with the World Baseball Classic, as we've kind of touched upon the last couple episodes. Uh, got a lot of viewership, obviously, you know, globally. Uh, you know, Japan has a very strong viewership, and they were in the finals in some of the Latin American countries as well. Um, but, there's the, you know, we, we went over the new rules a couple weeks ago, and we're finally here. And it, it seems like uh, coming out of spring training, the games were a much crisper pace. I don't want to call them faster because that makes it seem like we're just rushing the game. I just think it flowed better. Um, batting averages were up as a result of the shift rules. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm very ready for baseball to be here. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Like I said, you, you'll watch 162 games. I'll watch three or four and then watch the playoffs <laughs> at the end uh, when it really matters. But I think the interesting thing this year, all teams are playing on opening day, I think, for the first time in a, in a long time. So, which is um, another thing they got right. Yeah. So, but then they have the next day off, which doesn't make any sense. The rain, but, the, the yeah. rain thing with the Northeast people. Yeah, life, yeah. life goes on. So we'll look forward to Timmy's uh, analysis of the Yankees going forward for yeah. the next 162 days. <laughs> well, second, second series. We already got Yankees Phillies. Yeah, Yankees Phillies. Uh, Jersey Mike's. I think his ear just perked up. Back on the line. <laughs> Back on the line. We can do a series though. We don't have to do game by game. Uh, oh, that's probably better for you guys, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, but it'll be good. Baseball will be good. I'm very excited for uh, the Yankees. They are coming in a little bit banged up right now out of spring training, but you know it's a long season. It's you know you're not too worried about. It, it Doesn't look like they have any super serious injuries. Um, 
But yeah, I'm excited for the kid. Anthony Volpe at shortstop, big prospect. They finally did the right thing and didn't you know, do the whole, oh, well, he needs more seasoning. He's the best shortstop option. Put him on the team, and that's what they did. So very excited for, for that. We'll have to bring on a guest Red Sox uh, bring speaker you know, and let, let the two of you just go at it, whoever that may be. Yeah. Now, Raise your hand if you're out there. If you are a, a <laughs> diehard Red Sox fan, Bobbo. <laughs> you will have a little Bobo president spring meeting preview slash Red Sox. How about oh, that? There you go. There How you about go. that? Nice. Uh, also, kind of winding down March Madness. Uh, had a good couple. The, the whole tournament has actually been very good, both the men's and the women's, I think. Yeah. I'm watching a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, very good tournament. Obviously, probably not the outcome of the teams that they were looking for in the final four, but. Uh, you know, still some basketball to be played. Yeah, the ratings, I'm curious to see how they do uh, this weekend. Obviously, the San Diego State-Florida Atlantic game. It's all fun and games until you get down to the Final Four and nobody's got any teams left in their own brackets and things like that. And they're like, eh, do I really want to watch that game? Maybe not. Obviously, here in Connecticut, we have a big stake in what's going on with UConn. Uh, still playing and, and clearly the best team that is left in the field. Uh, from a from a status standpoint, just from how they're playing. So, uh, like we've said pretty much all year long, when UConn plays their best UConn basketball, there is nobody on the planet who, in college basketball who is going to beat them, and they are proving that time and time again here in this tournament. Yeah, and they beat a pretty solid team in Gonzaga pretty handily. I mean, obviously, uh, Timmy got into some foul trouble there. Um and was on the bench, which may have changed the game a little bit, but I still think even with him in there, uh, they, they dominated and, and would have pulled out a victory there. They were awful from behind the arc, the Zags. I mean, two for 20, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. I mean, 10 of those were air balls, I think. It, it, it was, was bad. Just, it was, they had some open looks. It's not like it they was, were totally contested. Yeah, it was awful. But uh, a lot of good games this past weekend. I don't know. Did you watch any of the women's I watched basketball? the entire women's game, yeah. Uh, Turnover City. I, I, I kind of think... You would look good in Kim Mulkey's outfit yeah. on the junior tee. You know, the Sweet 16 outfit she wore with the boa around her neck and everything. Well, I mean, the, <laughs> you, our, our shirts that we picked out the other day from Under Armour there. I mean, my, my hot air balloon shirt, that's going to go over real well. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Jim, Jim Hanlon will have some comments I about that wait. for sure. Uh, and then obviously on the women's side, UConn got knocked out. Um, I thought Ohio State played a great game. I was very – I was talking to our pal Johnny Pickles about it. I thought uh, – Ohio State played a very good game. You know, he complained about the refs and calling the fouls and stuff, which, yeah. you know, maybe on the stat sheet looked, um, you know, probably overwhelming in that category. Yeah. But uh, J.C. Sheldon is a baller. Yeah. Uh, she was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, no. She handles the rock. She dishes it out. She shoots. She scores. She's an all-around player. So, uh, you know, they deserve to win, I think. Yeah. They showed up ready to play. UConn seeming, has had problems to out of the gate the last few games the whole season kind of it seemed like they've had that struggle and uh, they ran into a team where they they didn't have the luxury of you know basically keeping it close and bouncing back and when you turn the ball over 20 times in the first half it seemed like uh, you're not going to win many games they look like they had never seen a press before in their lives and they just they got overwhelmed by uh, the better team that day yeah and then you have uh, the number one team in the country South Carolina Moving on to the final four, and they're going to play Iowa. 
Awesome and game. That's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, Caitlin Clark, maybe one of the best to ever play the game uh-huh. uh, on the women's side, had her sixth or seventh triple double of the year. And I mean, just she's amazing. Yeah, she was amazing to watch. And and the thing that um, kind of caught my attention was in the post game report after going to the final four, 40 point triple double. She was mad at herself because she had nine turnovers. So, yeah, you know, she wants to be she wants to be even better than she already is, which is great. Yeah, so uh, you know that's going to be a fun game to watch, I think for sure. South Carolina probably the all around better team, but I mean they're going to have to find a way to shut down Caitlin Clark. Yeah, no, she's definitely the best player uh, in the sport this year, and South Carolina is definitely the best team in the sport. So we'll see. Something's got to give there for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's been a good tournament there, good tournament on the men's side, like we said. Uh, we'll obviously still be uh, rooting for UConn here, and hopefully they can uh, continue their magical season and get to uh, the championship and hopefully take home title number five here. Yeah, they're on sat- late Saturday night, you were saying, so you got an early call quick on turnaround. Sunday. Yeah. I hope you don't miss the bus. Yeah, the, the shuttle leaves from the uh, hotel at 5.45 a.m. on Sunday, so I'm hoping that UConn pulls another uh, let's just be up by 30 at halftime so that I can go to bed. <laughs> there you go. You'll, be in, you'll go to bed at my time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then also going on this past weekend on the go- in the golf world was match play. Which was awesome. Uh, yeah, that was, that was fun to watch. Um, obviously, the final four, um, Scheffler versus Sam Burns and um, Cameron Young versus Rory. Uh, again, probably one where maybe the PGA Tour didn't get the matchup they wanted with Rory versus Scheffler. But, I mean, those were awesome matches for Cameron Young and Sam Burns to hang on there, winning uh, extra holes. Uh, and then I think it kind of caught up with Cameron in, in the final match. But, yeah. I mean, heck, he beat Rory Rory McIlroy, so that's probably enough said. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I mean, I watched actually a decent amount on Saturday. Uh, and the matches are fun. Match play is just, to me, from a, a TV viewer standpoint, is is probably a little bit better. Obviously, the majors are great, but when you're just watching pound for pound, I mean, match play is great. I mean, it's two guys going against each other. Uh, you can see the competitiveness come out. You get to learn the golf course, to me, a little bit more because you're seeing every single shot. So I think that's also kind of cool. Um, but yeah, the matches were, were great. Uh, Rory, Rory, just, Rory just amazes me how he just he pounds the ball. Pounds it and yep. just it's it's accurate off the tee and it's awesome, but uh, I think uh, Cameron Young's got to got to pull through here at some point. He keeps, seems to always be right on the doorstep of winning. He's close. He's close. We'll he's get close. into yeah. We'll see if he's we'll, there. We'll see if he's there. We'll see if he's there. And then opposite that um, was the uh, Corrales Punta Cana event. I think you had an invite to go play in that, but yeah, you didn't. You I turned, turned it down. down. There's too much basketball uh, to watch. I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Former USAM champ was atop the leaderboard, though. Ricky Barnes, who's been here to Connecticut for the Travelers Qualifier. So that was pretty interesting to see. Um, that's not his full-time gig anymore. He's a real estate. Uh, he's in the real estate market um, doing some of that. But Matt Wallace sh- shot a final round um, six under for his first career win. And the interesting part about that was Matt Wallace was caught last week at the Valspar on camera on the 18th hole, he got in a little uh, scuffle with his caddy. Um, so obviously they've kissed and made up and yeah. uh, you know brought home a, a trophy They're this good year. Good to go. Yeah. Do- unfortunately, doesn't get a spot in the Masters because it was opposite of the WGC event. But uh, he'll be in the PGA Championship, so he'll be playing in his first major there. So good for him. Congrats to Mr. Wallace. 
And then I guess with that said, Masters. Masters. Yeah. Do you, do you have any? Uh, you have any picks? I know. I know you had a good dark horse. Yeah, I do have a pretty good dark horse. <laughs> uh, I think uh, I'm gonna. I'm listen. I'm gonna take Rory. I one because I he's my favorite. I'll come out and say it. I love watching him play. Just had how he hits the ball, um, and I would just I would like him to win at the Masters. Obviously, everybody knows his implosion back in his uh, his prime there. I guess we'll say when he was winning all his majors and. You know, he's got everything but the Masters, and I think that people overlook how accomplished he is as a player because he hasn't won a major in a little while. But I think if he does pull through and win at Augusta, he gets put right back onto a different kind of pedestal. So I, I want to see that, is what I'll say. And then my dark horse, as Denny alluded to, I'm going to take the fake Scott Stallings. <laughs> Showing up with his sticks. He his letter a couple weeks ago. He's coming. He's I'm flying down with him, I think, this week. And the, <laughs> You guys are on the same flight? We're on the same flight. <laughs> well, maybe he's looking for a caddy. You can be his looper. Yeah, Put exactly. The there we go. go maybe I'll be, I guess, a little longer than I planned. Well, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the bad guy. Uh, I'm going to take Cam Smith, Whoa. Mr. Live Tour. Uh, I, I think he's going to come in with a little bit of uh, a vengeance for not being able to play and defend in the Players' Championship. So, uh, you know, he played well last year. And I think he's kind of due to win on the big stage. I know he won uh, uh, the British Open. Yeah. Uh, or the Open. The Open Championship. Um, the Open Championship. And, but I think he's, I think he's due, for, due for another one. So I, I'm taking him. And then, as I alluded to earlier... Uh, you know, I can't. I think Cam uh, Cam Young is knocking on the door, and uh, it's not too often that anybody has won for the first time at the Masters. But he can certainly. I think he's got the game to do it. Uh, he's got a new caddy on his bag, Webb Simpson's former caddy. So uh, what an introduction they had, obviously, this past week at the match play. But I think it could carry over to the Masters, and uh, he could be putting on a green jacket. That'll be fun for everyone, I think. Not a bad uh, pick there. Fun for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, we're, we root for everybody here. Yeah. We don't dislike anybody. <laughs> yeah. Except for John Corlish. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we've got a couple guests lined up for our next few shows. Uh, but if you have anybody that uh, you're interested on in joining us or think should join us, please certainly reach out to us. If you have any discussion topics you'd like Timmy and I to cover, uh, we'd be happy to do so. Uh, I think that's all we have for this week. And we want to thank you again for listening in to Bunker Banter.